A blonde and a brunette walk into the bar, and what do you get? One wants to peg you, one wants to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm Harley. And I'm Jess. And welcome to the shit show. Hello, motherfuckers. It's your favorite (laughs) host. It's Jazz. What's up? It's Harley. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. We are back and we're kicking this off right away with uh, what the fuck is up with dating apps, y'all. (laughs) <laughs> um so uh I've been single for a hot minute and you know I was like my birthday passed I was like huh like I'm in a new age range like let's let's see what's out there so I decided to download uh hinge and literally only Ooh. lasted like two days and um I mean but it's okay. It's a whole fucking new playground, right? But I was actually kind of impressed. Like some of the profiles were like, like they actually had details about them. Like I could kind of see personality. Um, some were like really funny, and um, that's what I was gonna ask because I don't. I've never been on Hinge, so I was. That's curious. yeah. It, it actually went really well. I was really surprised. And kind of taken aback by that, but then it it easily, uh, you know, the the like two handfuls of good profiles and um, like interesting folks on there. There was definitely the the more of the like, hey, what are you doing? You wanna you wanna be on this again? Like, oh fuck. So the platform itself is super cool. Like you can really get to know people. Like it's not just like a you just create a profile willy-nilly. Like you really have to put some thought into it, which is awesome. But then yeah, after like day two, I was starting to get just like, hey girl, what are you I'm just like, all right, yeah, no. Like, it, it was such a turnoff because, like, you could tell, like, like, some people are just so fucking desperate for, for, like, sexual intimacy that it, it's a turnoff. Um, like, if you're too aggressive, if you just come off, like, you know, not even asking me, like, hey, how are you? How's your day? It's like, hey, what's up? What's your favorite position? Oh, like, my God. That's, like, the uh, worst thing about Tinder. Like, you don't even say anything. And it's like, that's the first thing, like, hey, you know, or like you add somebody on Snapchat because I don't give my number out. I'll just give them my Snapchat or whatever. Okay. And it's like you add them and it's like dick pic. Boom. Yeah. Like, oh, bro, bro. Ba- baby steps. Like, <laughs> chill. Pump the brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pump the brakes. Um, But I was actually just kind of really grateful for that experience. Like, again, like I it came and went. I just saw what was out there and I felt like a little better about about that because I feel like I've been kind of holding back. So I think that was just a big step for me to at least like consider it, think about it and and, you know, actually give people the time of day and the chance. Um, But then, yeah, the whole horn dog thing came over and I was just like, all right, I'm I'm out of here. Like, ew, gross. Um, but yeah, that was kind of fun. So, I mean, that was my wild weekend. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, no, I like that. I'm glad to hear that because 
I know you've been going through some stuff, so it's like it's good, good, good for you, Bobo. Yeah, I uh, have struck out the last two times because I've never adventured when it comes to dating apps. I've never really adventured. Whoa, that sounded. I don't know what just happened. My mic there was like. Whoa. All right. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I've only really used Tinder. I tried to get on Bumble. Okay. And that was when Bumble first got introduced, so it was confusing as fuck. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever been on Bumble. Or yeah. Not. Yeah. Bumble's so fun. Yeah. I just, I couldn't figure it out. And I don't care because I know it's supposed to be like for women to like be the one that instigates it or mm. goes for it, which I'm fine right. with. I'm cool with. That's actually part of the reason why I downloaded it, but I just couldn't figure it out. So I said, fuck it. And then downloaded Tinder. And the last two guys that I've dated off of Tinder, I'm just like, yeah, nope, I'm done with this app. And then the contractor, did I tell you that story about the contractor about on Tinder? Uh, so the contractor, so at work, I deal with a lot of con- like civilian contractors. Mm-hmm. I got an email on my government email, my government, that says, hey, when you get a chance, can you email me back, have a good day, and smile. I thought maybe it was another contract that I've dealt with before because they're just a bunch of literally old men, whatever. Okay. And I was like, I went through my past emails. I'm like, okay, I've never dealt with him before. So I was like, okay, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, I seen you on a, a certain site. So I wanted to reach out to you. Me, because for some reason, the people across the world like to make a thousand one fake profiles on everything. Yeah. I thought somebody made a fake OnlyFans or a fake some type of social media site about right. me. I'm like, oh God, what could we possibly be talking about? He mm. said, I saw you on the Tinder site. What? Nothing on at the time when I had Tinder, nothing on there said, I'm a Marine. Not a single thing. There is nothing that correlates me. When I am outside of that uniform, you have no idea I'm a fucking Marine. Mm, I don't. Like, whatever. And, yeah, there's nothing. I even made people look at my shit and was like, look, motherfuckers, is anything on your scream, I'm a Marine? They're like, no. But you're also a built female in this area. So it's kind of one of those things to assume. Mm. But it's like, my name is different. (laughs) Yeah. Like, my name on my government email and my name on social media is different. How the fuck did this motherfucker find me? Um, Still have no idea to this day. So then my captain was like, oh, maybe he just got, you know, maybe his email got hacked or something. Nope, it was very much real. Because my buddy, it's a staff and CEO, had to call. So that's why I was like, after that, I was like, delete. I'm done. No more dating apps for me. Yeah. Um, that That was just... Yeah, I think I'm cool. My dog just burped on me. That was gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, just some people take it way too far. And then mm-hmm. I think it might also be like um, like when you uh, – because I, I have a feeling that when you join some of these apps, like sometimes it syncs with your contacts maybe, maybe not. Um, mm, I didn't but sometimes that. I wonder – sorry, my cat's in my room chasing her tail. You got a dog burping so and then the cat <laughs> – Lulu, what are you doing? <laughs> Stupid slut. <laughs> I love yeah. it. But yeah, there's there's definitely like a fine line of like bi- boundaries and privacy, even if you are on a dating app. Like, 
and some people just like completely like disregard it and like walk all over it. It's just it, it can be a little much. So it can be like mm-hmm. a huge like deal breaker kind of or just again like a turn off, but I mean it's valid. But okay, but the next topic that we wanted to talk about was thirst traps. I saw this, I think was it on Instagram or TikTok, but just there is the guy who's like, what are thirst traps for? And I was like, hey, you know what? That is a valid question because, um, you know, depending on how you use social media and how you feel about it, it can be perceived as one thing or the other. Now, by that, I mean thirst traps. Like, there are folks that look good, feel good, they take that picture and they post it. And if it gets the validation of someone that they're crushing on or they're interested in or talking to um, on social media, then like that kind of like sets up a, a better, more somewhat organic way of talking to them. Like you post a really cute selfie and then he likes it and then you're like, and then y'all start talking after that or something like that. Um, and it can be, I mean, it, I get it. But then there's the folks or, you know, some women who genuinely, like, they love how they look. They love their outfit. They're feeling themselves and they're confident. And they just want to post it just to post it. And guys take that as a way to, like, treat them some type of way. Um, whether or not they're showing skin or, or cleavage or whatever. So, you know, if, if we want to get your attention, then we're glad that we did, but it's not necessarily always that way. Like, Hey, I don't exist without your attention or validation. Like, give it to me. I literally made, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I literally sitting in my drafts right now to make, before we even discuss what we were going to talk about today to post something that's about to be like super valid in the fucking caption. But I'm going to be like, I literally at the beginning says though, are you even going to read this? Because I'm not naked. Like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm about to piss some people off with this, but like, it's a, it's yeah. a me post. Like it's a Harley mm. post, not a, my other stuff that I do, but no. it just was like a topic of a veteran conversation, but you'll see it when you see it. Oh my one. God. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah, it yeah. even gets the attention, it's, it's going to be, but you're going to post that today. Oh my God. Yeah. It's literally yeah. sitting in the drafts after this because I didn't oh. finish it yet. Oh, but I love so that. I, I've been on that big epiphany. I, I'm just going through. I know I've said this before. I'm going through this whole self-realization, self-growth kind of phase in my life where I'm like realizing a lot of things. And thirst traps, I don't. I posted, so I guess I can consider the boudoir, boudoir, however you say it, like a right tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, that I posted those because I felt good. Mm-hmm. I thought, I'm like, damn, girl, all right, we're getting somewhere. Like, I wanted to take those for me. Mm. Um, and then now that I am with somebody, and even though he's deployed and stuff, like, I don't, I don't need that. Sh- I don't, I don't know. I guess a lot of the thirst traps that people do post is for that validation, for that attention that they think that they need. Right. Um, like, if you want to post, you know, have naked pictures, you know what? Cool, you do you, boo-boo. But this is, like, the weird thing. Like, why? 
sounds really stupid, but like, why, why, why do I post shit on social media? Like, really? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting into this weird phase of like social media things. Like, okay, so for the podcast, absolutely. For both podcasts, the advocacy work mm-hmm. or when we did our t-shirt fundraiser, absolutely. Because that's the world we live in now that you have to post shit on social media to yeah. get it out there. Business, yeah. it doesn't matter. But when I sit here and think about it, I'm like, if I'm posting pictures like the one I did with you and Paige, I'm like, okay, yeah, because I'm posting because I was with my girls. We got cute for anti-Valentine's Day. But then I posted myself and I'm like, why? Like, I don't, why do we do that? Well, yeah, it's not like you were actively like, it's the intention. So like your intention was just, is just to share these awesome photos. Um, But for others, they're only source of self-esteem is through validation of you know these numbers or whatever and that's I mean I I get that but sometimes that can be really unhealthy like if you need other people to tell you that you're beautiful that you're handsome then I think you need to do a little more self-reflection you know like appreciate their comments absolutely but I think everything is fake (laughs) Yeah. And I think like, we're also like aging out of that. Like some people are just like, um, they can't not post because they feel like they're going to, they're going to become irrelevant if, and they're just like so caught up in the facade of social media that they don't just see it as like, Hey, this is a platform for me to connect with other friends. I can share my pictures and stuff. They put this, they put this pressure on themselves and I'll totally admit to like falling for that and really like, that that's kind of what made social media like not fun anymore for me. Like it was more of like a hassle or like work or whatever, or it would be frustrating when like I would post like a, a, a selfie or like a cute picture and then like the aggressiveness from some people, like, and especially since we're podcasters, like we put our life out on, you know, Airstream and on platforms. So some people kind of think that they like legitimately like know us. And again, it was was my birthday this past week and some weird motherfucker was like in my DMs, like um, trying to like make conversation about that, but I wasn't necessarily giving him the time of day because like at the end of the day, it's just a stranger. Like, He's like, oh, well, what are we going to do to celebrate our birthday? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, like that's sweet. Like, he wished me happy birthday. I said, thank you. But but then they, they, you know, they crossed that line and they were just like fucking weird. And then they were like, they were, they got upset with me for not wanting to respond or interact with them. And I was like, I don't owe you shit, bro. Like. Exactly. It. And that's why I've been another, like, nothing nothing is real social media not fucking real and like you were talking about this this pressure because we are on this huge trend now that everybody wants to be famous everybody wants to be that known person (laughs) when it comes to fucking podcasting they want to be the next joe rogan or the tiktok famous person or the next porn star or whatever it is like literally like everybody just wants to be famous right now and it's like for what what are you because 90% of you, I think we talked about this going to DC. It's like the algorithm and that people, a lot of the people that get worshipped for their followership, it, they're bought. Yeah. They're literally bought. And like, yeah, you're not fooling anyone. Right. You're fooling uh, like, I'm, like I, there's people that I follow. Like one day they were at like 3,000 and now they're at like 
18k and i'm like yo what it's not nothing's real like photoshop is like if you want to if you want to do that shit cool it's your fucking money it's you're the one photoshopping your shit whatever but i'm to the point where i'm like what is anybody gonna ask like why are we you 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 say it all the time the blindly following certain like these people yeah and that's the thing same thing with like dating like they kind of tie into each other is that like dating apps or social media like and then going into our next topic is like social media is so fake and we have these expectations of what dating should be or what i should Mm. look like like as a mom it like i'm glad we're moving toward this trend or not a trend but moving out of this is that like being a mom I have to look a certain way. I have to act a certain way. I have to mm. talk a certain way. Half my shit posts on TikToks are of me like mom bob, mom bod bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. no, I am who I am. Just because I popped a crotch goblin out does not mean I can't look a certain way or act a certain way. Like, yeah. now I, I tread lightly on that one. Like, I'm not saying like. Right, 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 right. <laughs> But no, I don't have to be proper. It, it's like a it's like a whore Madonna complex. Like they know that it obviously took sex for you to get pregnant to have a baby, but then you're supposed to go back to this like subservient, like mm-hmm. just dismissive, like quiet, just like 100% mom. You can't be you can't be anything. You can't be funny, you can't be entertaining you can't you know you just have to be 100 as the mom of that child and that is so fucking boring and it is it is like trust me i will be that mom that has a bag full of snacks and juices and be like all right your kids are my kids if they're in my vicinity like whatever but i'll be damned if i ain't saying fuck or cussing at all or having a bush light in my hand while my kid's playing soccer and they're in my tumbler I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. all you all like the prissy mom like we're totally going on top of I don't care but <laughs> like the prissy moms that are like oh my god you can't do that you have a kid yeah oh well, my god guess what <laughs> my bush light and Jim Beam are what gets me through motherhood and yeah. suck my ass with your wine and your tumbler that you think you're so much better like you know I'm currently experiencing the like uh, okay, so my friends or my friends and people my age are getting married and they're about to have, you know, their first child. And I am absolutely terrified for the narcissistic women about to give birth to and like about to like, what is it like uh, micromanage and control their children from the day they get out of their oh, fucking womb. The it should be. And, and that's what's crazy. It's like they're they're like too into that perfectionism role that they don't allow themselves the humanity and let a child be a child is my yeah it's and it's like it's kind of weird like especially if they have a if they have um a child that looks like them and like you know there's another one like they have another child that looks like the husband or looks like someone else or looks like a mixture of the two but like i'm already seeing the favoritism and like I'm not going to say anything because I know how fucking moms can be, but it's just, it's really interesting to see these people and like, I feel bad for the kid, but usually the kid ends up being, you know, a pretty good little human being. I'm just like, it's just so unfortunate who your parents are. It's just kind of like, I mean that in the sense, because I'm seeing a lot of people like wanting to exploit their children Mm. on social media. Like they, they feel like they can, They've peaked 
in their life or on social media and they're not interesting enough. So they're going to bring in a child or a dog to like add that little bit of spice that they're lacking. And I'm just kind of like, dude, your poor children are going to resent you so bad for this. Like, um, and it's different. It's different with like including your child in your social media and stuff. But they know, they know, especially if they have young girls, they know. Oh, absolutely. Kids know. Kids are a lot smarter than people put out there. Like I'm telling you, they see everything. They see, they feel, they hear. Even if you think you're being quiet, you're really not. Yeah. But to kind of circle back, like that just motherhood. But I think it's just like, I think it's, I mean, whether it's social media or movies, we're always going to have this distorted um perspective on things and it's gonna always shit on reality if you don't if you're not real with reality if you're not grounded in it then you're always going to be disappointed Mm -hmm. and you're never going to be happy in your life because you don't just see things as like you know some things take time like all of those virtues and life lessons like you don't get that in a movie you get you get all the feel good you get everything so fast compressed and compiled same with social media like like it's like um you could be having like a horrible like shit week or month in your marriage or relationship and you're gonna post a picture with your boo thing on date and i'd be like i love you so much like we've been through so much like you are my ride and die oh my god i used to be one of those people and i I look back at it i know i was one of those people but now that i'm just like it just makes you realize that like people on social media more or less are full of shit and Mm -hmm. if they're not then it's like a really nice like refreshing take like oh finally like someone posting like the highs and lows and the in-betweens you know it's not always like oh my god going on a cruise to cabo like like cool suck my ass but weren't you just cheating on him like two weeks ago like look dude like you don't have to put on a front on social media like yeah i hate i really hate that we've gotten to this point in like society is that we have all these expectations that we think because you and you said this earlier is that like we think that we need to fully post or put our life story or our updates or you know we need to make our life look perfect Man, if you sit there and put on social media about how perfect your life is, I know you're I don't even have to know you and know you're full of shit. Mm. Because guess what? No matter how many times you think you got your ducks in a row, life fucking happens. Yeah. Murphy's law is very real. Not everybody has big of a mur- walking Murphy's law like myself, mm. but the end of the fucking day, life happens. Shit happens. It's okay for life to fucking happen. And you know, social media has literally killed killed the dating culture like killed yeah it. yeah because it has it's literally like we have these expectations or we think we should be a certain way or or like, like unwritten rules of dating yes. and social media and i remember dating someone a little older than me and he's not very social media savvy so like i would tell him the ways that people would like covertly flirt with each other and send signals and stuff and that shit is so childish. Like, if you mm-hmm. like someone, hit them up. You don't need to be just blowing up their likes and commenting all the time. Like, you should do that because you want to do that. Not I think that's as, the nice. Not term. as, no, you're fine. Not as, like, the subliminal messages because otherwise I'll just think that you're being nice, you know? And that's where I I can sometimes be a little oblivious. So if you don't wholeheartedly, like, come up to me and like, hey, like, <laughs> 
I think you're cool. Like, I would love to, you know, get to know you some more. Let's go out for lunch or some coffee or something. Like, it's very rarely that, but usually like, oh, what's up, ma? You look good. Like, I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, okay. And I carry on, you know? Exactly. So when, when you have those like unwritten rules, it's so unfair to the person. Well, it's just unfair to the situation. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's how I feel. That's the nice part part about like with the guy that I'm seeing is that when we first started seeing each other, he was like, I literally don't do social media. He's like, I got TikTok because it's funny as fuck to watch, especially go down the rabbit hole. And like, you cannot be technology savvy, but literally everybody gets trapped down the TikTok rabbit hole. It is. (laughs) It it is. So, and I was like, okay, well, that's nice. And we met in person. Now we played kind of cat and mouse with each other, whatever, because I was his bartender. And how cliche, (laughs) but it was nice to finally meet somebody and have conversations and have that build up with them that it was like, okay, maybe that's why things feel so differently because we connected in person. There was never a moment where everything was through social media because you don't, you don't, there was no connection. There was nothing between us that was social media. We never, yeah, we never communicated through social media. We never did whatever. Like literally when I tell you this man does not with social media Mm. that's about it and that was the nicest thing in the world it's kind of refreshing it really is and and i just i hate it i hate the expectations that social media puts on and another thing like how do you okay so curiosity how do you feel say you're with a dude whatever and he likes another girl's picture how do you feel about that um okay he likes another girl's picture exactly (laughs) for fuck's sake i don't understand why people freak the fuck out about that it's a it's a fucking picture like yes 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 however if there's already issues like if he already or no not even he if one of y'all already has a wandering eye if one of y'all has has had you know conversations with folks that are disrespectful to the relationship then i can understand freaking out about liking a girl's picture or someone else's picture, like hitting them up on on social media, because you are you actively sought them out to message them and interact with them. Oh, absolutely. And and that is completely different than just scrolling on your feed and just like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, of course, your partner, your significant other, um, and you yourself are going to find other people attractive. It's the way that you go about it. So if he's just liking the the picture, okay. Um, but if he's He's had tendencies of talking to other women, deleting messages, and, you know, the pictures are, they make you feel some type of way. Like, sometimes they're, like, you know, cute pics, sexy pics, or whatever. But then there's, like, the borderline, like, porn on, like, Instagram, and, you know, people promoting other stuff. It it can get very explicit and graphic, so you're like, okay, yeah, cool, you like a picture of this beautiful gal in a bikini or a dress. But then, like, again, if <laughs> if you're insecure about it or you don't appreciate that or he does it in a disrespectful way, you might feel some type of way about him liking pictures of semi-almost-fucking-nude women on, on, on social media. So I get it. It can be a fine line. It can be a fine line. But it also depends on, like, again, the situation and also, like, where you're at with your insecurity. Like that's a huge thing. So again, if 
in the beginning when you ask like, Hey, it's no big deal. I'm not, I'm not insecure or like that anymore. But if I was, then I'd be like, Oh my God, you like every other bitch, but me like, you know, typical freak out. Yeah. But it, it, it again, context is huge. Like it, it's not a big deal. If you respect me, respect the relationship, it is a big deal. If you're, if you're doing more than just liking pictures and you know, if I found something on your phone that I wouldn't like and you have, and you feel the need to delete it, then oh, you're, God, you're already, do, you're already doing something <laughs> wrong. You're oh, already absolutely. doing something wrong. And, and that comes from me. Like I, I used to be a huge, like innocent, like in the innocent flirting, but that can be so, that can be disrespectful too. So, uh, bitch, like we're just spewing out these fucking wife lessons. Here. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I don't mind calling myself out, but just like, goddamn. <laughs> no, I no, and I, I've never been. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a good point to bring up. It just depends on the context because, like, I know people that are in relationships. Like, they just like the like someone's yeah. post, and it is literally just because it's a fucking girl's post, not yeah. anything crazy. And then mm. they freak the fuck out. Or oh, yeah. I've had it before to where the woman has literally messaged me and been like. Why is my man liking your stuff? I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. First off, I don't even know who your husband is. Because I don't, <laughs> half the time I don't even pay attention to who just likes shit. I'm just like whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And they'll like. I literally had this happen to me maybe about two months ago. And they're like, "Why is my husband liking your stuff, honey, boo boo?" I don't because he like. Fuck, what do you want me to say? Ask your husband, not me. And it was something stupid. I don't remember what the post was, but it was literally something stupid that I put. I think it was one of my dumbest TikToks that I just happened to post. And I was just like, baby girl, we need to have a sit down because holy shit. I don't know you. I don't know him. This is when social media does kill the dating culture because it's like, if you are that insecure, like, again, depends on the context. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you just get jealous of the fact that they just like something from a girl's profile, honey, we need to talk. Or say vice versa. That goes the other way around, too. Just significant other liking someone else's post. Literally yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and taking it too far. You know, there's a difference. Like, because I feel like a lot of guys won't, like, comment. They'll just like a picture. Just, you know, just to like it. You know, they like it. That's it. But if, like, your man's over here, like, oh, yes, bitch, like, oh, my God, like, you know, again, saying saying comments that he maybe, like, just necessarily shouldn't, then you can be like, bro, what the fuck? Like, why, why are you out here commenting goddamn on these girls' pictures, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you can be like, hey, like, looking good or something like that. It's just, it's the way that you say it, and that way you can still... goddamn when I punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, like, again, like... Like, we're not going to be, like, super controlling women. And I think that's the problem is they're, like, they're trying to be, like, really controlling. So it's, like, I got you, 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 can make, <laughs> you can make no right move, basically. Like, um, and, and you shouldn't feel like that. You should feel so secure in your relationship that your partner can just look at someone or admire a picture and, that, and that's it. But it's, again, that's it's the context. you guys are in a relationship. Right. Like, bitch, feels- no one- like, no one else wants your man. Like, you might be attracted to him, but, like, bitch, that's you. Party of one. I don't – no one wants your fuggly man. Or, like, yeah. vice versa. Like, 
Um, and again, maybe that might be my problem because like I'm bisexual. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, hello. And there's like rules to it, you know? <laughs> you can't be too into the man because then the woman gets insecure or she'll she'll think that you're trying to like take him or like whatever. That's why I won't make eye contact half the being a bartender, half the time I won't even make eye contact with the dude, even though he's paying and he's ordering. Right. I literally focus on the woman first. I'm like, hey babe, what can I get for you? The girl code out of respect. And then like you, I mean, if you want to be all I mean, you can kind of be all over the woman. Like that's like that's like not always like a bad thing. Um, because usually like the husband loves that. But again, like the the wife is always watching how you're interacting with the husband. And, and it should always when you think she ain't like, watching, she watches. Yeah, yeah. Like she'll <laughs> she's just already so insecure. And I'm just like, I don't think y'all should be doing this if you're that insecure. Like, I think you just like the fantasy of it. I don't think you actually want to share your man. Um, and so like, I don't know. I feel bad on some of the couples that it's like. The guy's cute, but the woman not so much. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> My bad. Like, girl, you gotta, you ain't, you ain't got a, you ain't got a five head. You got a six head. Like, oh, are you no. balding? Are both of y'all balding? Hell no. Get these receding hairlines out of here. <laughs> oh god. Hey, I can be picky. I can be picky. Oh, as shit, you have but, to be. You can be but, picky. Uh, yeah. it was like that. It's that assumption. Like, okay. You're, you're gonna you're gonna mess with us like it's got to be equal but like not too much on my man and I'm just like bro then like why are you here like it, it can't it can't all be all, all about you anyways but yeah <laughs> no I love it social media just shits on everything oh my god no really it's like I mean if we're still talking about swingers like shit those things on TikTok that that circulate like the upside down pineapple like oh my god all, all these fucking bland ass vanilla fucking couples are like oh honey you should put a, a pineapple in our basket when you know damn well like when push comes to shove they can't do that shit they get nervous <laughs> they're like nope I'm keeping my clothes on I can't do this I'm like yeah that's what I thought <laughs> you're all talk no fucking action bitch like you're just wasting everyone's time so yeah rules of the trade a lot of experienced swingers don't want to mess with newer swingers because usually they're just all talk so i would say it's definitely a i'm sure it's a generational thing like couples now that think they're swingers like our age yeah there's no i mean yeah it's i mean it's interesting i would love to see it it's been very interesting to see it unfurl um but a lot of folks obviously aren't going to like openly advertise that or whatever but the way that sometimes they joke subtly on social media i'm just like interesting don't talk about it be about it yeah that's what i thought that's what i'm saying saying. like oh look around find out (laughs) and then you're gonna start finding out and be like oh no 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 Uh, (laughs) don't touch me in my no no square (laughs) like jesus christ you you just wanted the attention like shut the fuck up that's all it is. It's all anybody wants now. They just want validation and attention from why? Why do we do that? Why? Do you... I don't, I don't know. know why. Like I said, I'm in this weird life epiphany. Like why? Why do we do what we do? Yeah. Why do we? You're having this valid- existential crisis, basically. I mean, I guess we could take it there. We can take it there. I mean, whatever, dude. Because I'm literally like, why the fuck do we sit here? And need all these validations from all these fucking strangers. Like, 
the the purpose of social media i love the concept of it fuck you and i met through social media mm-hmm. half the people i talk to and i'm friends with i have met through social media i love that concept of it yeah absolutely do but now i'm just like what the, what the well fuck? i mean it's i think that is absolutely valid for you to think and face I think it comes in everyone's kind of journey because you do have a private life and things that you keep separate and then you're also in a very public light and you see everyone's true intention Mm. when you physically start meeting these people you you start sensing it you're like hey is this for validation is this just because you love the community like some people love to be a part of something especially after military service you know so there can be a lot of good and then of course there's going to be the bad and kind of like i've told you before i don't know who posted it but it's it's really resonated with me it it was just like i'm not surprised when veterans are good or like bad i'm more surprised when they're good Mm -hmm. so you start seeing people like Hey, do you do this to genuinely help people? Like, are you, is it starting to get to your head? Are you being a little egotistical? Some people quickly start getting into this, like they become really full of themselves. Mm -hmm. And then I really admire the folks that have stayed humble. And I really try to do that in my journey because I think that there's still a lot of work to be done. Like you and I have absolutely every right to be proud of some of the things that we've accomplished the past few weeks, but we keep grinding because there's more to do and we don't Mm -hmm. do it. We don't do it for the validation from others. We do it because we know and we've struggled and we, we want to make sure that people are genuinely taken care of. And the recognition is nice, but it means more when we've positively impacted so many people's lives. Um, and, and even with that, there's people that love to brag about that. And I don't think that's necessarily anything to be bragging about. It's like, damn, a lot of people have faced very – um, heavy and tough endeavors and we're just fortunate enough to be able to swoop in and you know get them to where they need to be that's just fucking humanity like the secret ninjas of helping society kind yeah of. but that's just, that's just <laughs> humanity and and yeah and that's exactly what we need more of so when you start seeing people who just do it for the clout for the likes <sighs> and they start talking about their followers and shit like that and they start saying words like influencer but not in that in in like a weird way and you're just kind of like okay that's cool and all but like you what are you actually doing bro yeah yeah yeah. you i mean everyone can have a seat at the table but like Mm -hmm. um if you don't necessarily bring anything that's not that's not a bad thing either but i think they just want all the they want the recognition. They want the clout they don't want anything to do with the work that comes from it or the don't Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're shit. You're good. Go for it. I just don't. That, that's the other thing with social media is that you, regardless of what you do, it doesn't matter how many good things you do, people look at it as you're not valid if you don't have a certain number of followers. Oh, that's the yeah. part that pisses me off the most because I think that's why I'm also going through this like social media epiphany uh-huh. because the amount of times I've heard, well, once you get to this following membership, then we'll we'll talk. We'll do this. We'll do this. Or I can help you get to this number of followers. Yeah. Look, bro, I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck about people. I give a fuck about actually doing something, helping people, doing yeah. things, meeting people, doing shit like we do. Yes, I use social media to fucking get the information out there. But I don't give a fuck if I have 
five followers or if I have 20,000 followers. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, bring more people in and educate more people if you have more followers. But I'm telling you, bro, 90% of your fucking followers are just bought. So they're, yeah, they're, they're like bought literally bought. purchased and they're bots. Yeah, um, that's what I'm like. And, if, and I'm going to call myself out really quick. So with the first podcast I was on, um, I had already had a little bit of a following and then it quickly grew um, a lot. Um, I mean, I think I was under like 5K, but it's it's whatever. Um, I accidentally deleted my own profile. So like I said like, oh no, someone deleted it. No, I deleted it myself because I'm a fucking dumbass because I was trying to delete a burner account and I'm just calling myself out. I used a burner account to like creep on people or like exes and stuff or we or, have all done that at some or point. whatever. Yeah. But then again, it was one of those things. I was like, dude, this is so not good for me. And it's just feeding into my insecurity. Like I, I so I was that was it. I was like, I need to stop doing this. So I went to go delete that burner account. And um and I ended up deleting my main account. And so uh, you know, I could have I could have like made such a big deal about it, but honestly, I saw that as a way to start fresh because I had a lot of like weird male um, uh, followers from the podcast, and they were just like creepy, and mm. and that's kind of what I do now. Like I don't really care about the number that I have of my following, but if there's ever like a weirdo or a creep, like or someone that makes me uncomfortable, I delete them. I block, like I block and delete. Um, and it's usually men and that's fine. But just like, again, like I'm a human being, like what makes you think that you can like message these weird ass things to me? And I don't want that to mess up with my mental health. So again, I just, I don't even open the message anymore. Sometimes I just delete it or I just block them. Um, and that's been, that's been so, so helpful, but it does, it does kind of take a toll like I felt like people didn't really want to interact with with me or my podcast because I was just starting completely fresh but if anything that made me just work harder um and then again like I've seen other folks like from you know the startup and you know now they're like on their way and I love again some people are really humble and then some people are like really into their heads so it it, it kind of shows you like what kind of example you want to set so um, the way I see it is like whenever you get a lot of attention or even being like famous, like it, it's a double-edged sword. The more, the that's why I'm so like open to calling myself out because like some people think that like they, they have this like this thing on me or like, oh, I know about you. And I'm just like, yeah, well, you try to drag me, bitch. I will drag us both to hell. <laughs> exactly. Um, and and again, I'm, the only way that I can achieve this level of like maturity and growth is calling myself out for my shit. Mm -hmm. um, I can't lie or be embarrassed about it anymore because there's other people that have like definitely gone through that or something similar. So um, I feel like that will always keep me grounded. But it is just disappointing to see how some people can like really get caught up into the the facade of social media like it's a way it's something for them to control same with like people who have kids because they want something to control mm -hmm. it's just kind of like oh shit like i don't <laughs> I, I, I don't i don't i can't look away but i don't want to like it's like where you cover your face and you yeah, kind of just still have like you're just kind of there <laughs> yeah it's yeah, like oh god <laughs> god bless that poor child but whatever <laughs> uh 
like for, the way I put that is like that that model um, Emily Ratajkowski or something like that. She's super beautiful, like skinny, and she has a baby, and she's like carrying it. He's just like help, neck support, whatever. And she's just like, whatever. I'm like hot and a model. And like, this is my baby. That nannies probably just, take care of more than you. Yeah. It, it was just, it just felt like an accessory. And that's, you, you start kind of noticing little things like that when you start meeting these people. Like, I think that's why I am the way that I am right now, because I have been getting more in tuned and meeting these people and seeing things. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Yep, 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 yep. You start seeing who's really about what they're about and who's just a personality or just, uh, you know, a facade on social media. And that's okay. Like, um, I mean, for, for, for an example, like Tim Kennedy is kind of like that. Like, he's definitely like out there, like super accomplished, does a lot. The community loves to make fun of him. But like, at the end of the day, like that's just like what gets attention on social media. He's not always like that in real life. So something like that I can understand, but it it's it does come off very obnoxious. <laughs> like, <Your face>. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Your facial expression was like the best thing ever. That's why sometimes I wish we did like videos. I don't want to do videos, no desire to do it. Okay, yeah. But- if we ever end up living close enough to each other, absolutely. But okay. whatever. But the facial expressions and how animated we get sometimes. I know. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I'm here for oh. it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to go back and see what face I made. But just, it's so true. Like, I'm no, not it's not lie. as good as that one that I got of you last time. Oh my god, <laughs> we still have to me. Still have to meme that. Maybe they just make that the cover page today. <laughs> oh God, do it! You should do it. Oh my God! But like, yeah. Well, I mean, I was on a podcast last week, and she asked me some pretty deep questions. Oh and honestly, yeah, how did that go? It went really good. I was like a little, like, still a little stuffed up from like my congestion and like allergies, so I probably look like hella baked on that podcast (laughs) i'm a little nervous and like uh, also like i have adhd and i'm not medicated for that so like sometimes i go on tangents and sometimes they connect but sometimes they don't so i i had to fight the urge to like dm her and be like oh my god was any of that okay like just freaking (laughs) out but it went really well but she like like she said like she kind of asked me like how do you stay so humble and it was just kind of like what we just talked about like I don't ever want someone to look back on me and like think of me as this like egotistical, prideful, because I know that there's definitely been moments where I have been that way, I'm sure. But um, with some of the leaders and mentors that I really admire is is this level of humility. So um, and it's just always like that, maybe like a little bit of my not perfectionism, but like constructive criticism, self-constructive criticism. It's like, hey, you could always do more. You could always do better. And it's exhausting sometimes. But Literally me. Yeah. I'm always telling myself, like you could, especially now with like this life potential change that I have the opportunity to do, I'm just like, you can do more. You can do better. But you can also do it this route. And it's like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, it will all play out in the end. And I'm, I'm glad that I didn't take any shortcuts. You know, sometimes I feel like you need to get into the nitty gritty in order to get that really good personal development. And that's what people can't copy. 
people can't copy paste that from social media. That's just like, oh, yeah. oh, I like just, it. That was cute. That yeah. I liked how you just did that. Can't copy and paste that. Oh, that I mean, bitch, you'd be surprised. <laughs> like people love to talk shit about me, but like, I just see them mimicking and like doing some of my, my things. So I'm well, just like, Oh yeah. Like your clit. So fuck I'm it. like, are, are you a little bit of a hater? You are a little bit of a lover. Like I, I'm getting a little bit of both either way. The attention's on me. <laughs> bitch like <laughs> i don't know like i just don't get it and that's not where i'm not gonna be like oh yeah like suck my ass bitch but just like i'm getting a little bit of like obsessive fan behavior like get a hobby um it's just, it's like well like kind of like how you and i make tiktoks and i think this will be like the last one um people would love to like you know throw shade or call it cringe or whatever i don't i honestly don't think some of the stuff that we make is cringe there is cringe out there um, but thankfully I think we get some constructive criticism to be like, okay, all right, this is like, you could do this a little better or whatever. But, um, some folks <laughs> have said certain things about me making TikToks and then I'm like, oh, but Hey, you followed this person, this person, this person, and this content creator and this like, you know, funny videos and you don't call that cringe. So, and then someone else said it's because that like y'all are from like the same high school or hometown or you'll have something similar but you're on your way up and they're still stagnant and that's why they're hating and i'm like yeah i mean that, that kind of sounds about right mm -hmm. but how can you make fun of one person for wanting to make content and then enjoy the content of another again that's just 101 haterade like right there mm -hmm. so um I've seen other people from like my home state or from different backgrounds, like they're on TikTok and they're like, like one girl sings like really low and it's like really pretty. And I'm just like, hell yeah, bitch. I'm not over here like, wow, what a fucking weirdo. Does she think she's a doll? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, bitch. Again, it's easy to hate from the couch, eating Cheetos, picking your nose. But unless you're actually doing the thing, I don't want to fucking hear it. Yup. Yup. Yeah. I just, just to the point where nothing is real, everything is fake when it comes to fucking social media. And I just, I'm in a really weird point in my life. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like I'm in this stagnant, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not using it as an excuse, but I shit you not. Like, when my grandfather died, my life just was like. What's important, what's not. Yeah. It's I yeah. just like on this weird for the last month just on an epiphany and then trying to decide what I want to do next with my life and growth and just like yeah I'm just I'm I'm vibing right now and trying to comprehend what the fuck is going on but then at the same time like I said fuck this shit's fake everything's fake <laughs> like, yeah hey I love that for you sometimes you kind of need that wake up call or that realization mm -hmm. to like. Again, like you just lost someone very significant to you. You're going to make damn sure you're being more intentional with who you're spending your time with, what what you're being hung up on, what you're putting your energy into. Like that is absolutely valid. It's just it can be very, very confusing because we've been wired or structured or molded into the opposite 
when really it's, you know, those little things that mean the most type of mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. it's beautiful, but I hope you can get through this existential crisis because otherwise you're going to, you're going to come out very cynical and I love it, but you know, we can't always be negative. No, um, I know. No. And I've tried to, like, not that you like- are, not that you're being that way. I'm just saying, I think I definitely got that way. Fuck the world. Fuck you. Fuck her. Your mom's a hoe. Like, just angry at the world. So just don't – make sure you don't get there. I don't think I would get to that point. I just think – like, especially with the post that I'm going to make that I was talking about earlier, it's like – you evaluate things. mm -hmm. And and that's where I'm – I'm just, like, evaluating of, like, what's actually important, one, as a human – even as a Marine, yeah. as like what I'm doing with my life, that's not only important for myself. Mom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, with my kid and just, you know, what is, what's the most important thing to me? What's the most important, like, what do I want to do, especially with my life? Like what do, what path do I want to go on? That's going to be valid enough for myself and for my child. And then, you know, with doing the type of advocacy work and doing all these different things, I'm not doing the whole fuck you, whatever. I'll still be like cordial with some of the people that I've connected with. Right. But it's just like, okay, now I know how to navigate certain intentions when certain things need to happen or ways that I want to go about it because it's like, okay, we can collab, we can work together, but I'm also mm. going to be self-aware that, look, this is probably what's going to happen, mm. but we're just kind of here because there's a, an actual mission that needs to be done. Um, I don't think I would ever I've, – I've been through a lot of shit in my life to where if I haven't become cynical at this point, like I've I've had a lot of reasons to fuck the world, fuck you, fuck this, stay in your mom. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I just – I don't think I have ever have it in me to be like that um, because I just – I don't know. Just got really deep there for a second. <laughs> hey, girl, I'm I'm all fucking for it. As I'm just like, I, I really, I really don't think I can get to that point in my life because I, the things that I've dealt with, especially as a child, mm-hmm. uh, you know, having that, like, just needing, needing someone's comfort and love, and even being almost 27 years old, and at times still needing that comfort from somebody with something not saying like a coddle type of thing but when it comes Mm. to certain situations where I just needed I just needed a fucking friend a family member just whatever so I make it a point in my life to always make sure that I am also that person if somebody else needs it because I know what it's like my whole mission in life is to make sure that people don't feel the way that I've ever felt Mm. that's that I believe is my my purpose my mission that's why I don't think I could ever get to that path of fuck all of you be like Oprah Winfrey in this bitch and be like a fuck you a you and fuck you I just made Oprah Winfrey fucking Asian there for a second so <laughs> I like it it's a little melting pot of everything but no yeah. that's I mean that's it's beautiful and I love it for you and yeah that self-realization is good I think you're already kind of keeping yourself in check so you don't get too negative but oh yeah so it is what it is all right well (laughs) it can be a very uh, very uh, you know difficult journey to like get through that but you know you're on your way and I I applaud you for putting in that work I think it's easy to just like not oh yeah with my guy being deployed that also helps because then I can do like a lot of self-reflecting and a lot of self-like yes. growth shit that I need to figure up in my head, especially. Yes. And dude, I that's think- the best, honestly. Um, I love that. Uh, you know, because I get it. Like, it's, well, like you know, beginning of relationships, ending of relationships. 
especially an end of the relationship, I always like to go back and kind of look, okay, where could, where could I have done better? Like, where did I fuck up? It's easy to point Mm -hmm. fingers, but like, and I think that that can attest to a lot of the self-development that I've had to do. Um, cause I want to show up better in future relationships or friendships or whatever. Um, but, uh, it sounds like that's kind of what you're doing too. So mm-hmm. that self-reflection is so, so good. A lot of people avoid it cause it's hard, but it, that's the difference. That it's is- okay to heal. I promise you, you know, shots fired to you veterans out there. It's okay to heal. It's oh okay God. to self-reflect. Oh my God. You're just calling us out. Wait, what? You, we, we we can't be broken forever. I know. And, oh and my alcoholics. god. Alcoholics. <laughs> what? You mean that's actually I, the episode I'm releasing this week on the other podcast. Is we did a roundtable, uh-huh. and uh, it's literally that's what we talked about. Hell yeah! I can't wait to hear it. Um. Okay. Well, real quick. Thanks for getting deep with us, y'all. <laughs> but Harley has definitely put in some hard work. She just labeled and packaged all the fucking t-shirts. So that thank you, bitch. Yeah. I hand wrote all the letter thank you letters too because oh. the cards didn't come in. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of hand. Everybody got individual, customized, handwritten motherfucking letters to every single person. So with a little kiss. Sealed with the keys. That's what I should. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, guys, if you ordered a T-shirt from the pre-orders, um, it's on its way. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting, and stay tuned for more shenanigans next week. Peace. (laughs) Hank. Hank. (laughs) (laughs) Peace.